0: Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Vandenberg, and today we're going to be talking about what's your assignment. Come across and visit us at thewaysofwisdom.com and bring your friends and family too. There is something so beautiful about sending hope and love and peace and the goodness of God to the world at this time. I've heard so many people say to me, Lisa, just listening to a podcast or... Hearing what you have to say, just hearing the truth of the word changes things for people. It changes our mind, it sets us free, puts us on the pathway that God wants us to have. And so this is the reason that I do this podcast and the Lord and I love sending hope into the world. So come across and join us there or let your friends know, sign up for the uh, newsletter and we'll just send you an email every Tuesday letting you know when these podcasts are free. So we have recently, this last weekend, moved into a home with sharing with two other people. And if you look at it on the surface, I'm 50, my husband's 53, and we're moving into a home sharing with others at a time of life when typically if we looked at it in the the world's eyes or followed the natural progression of things that the way we think things should go. We should have our own home. We should have, you know, have been established for a while, all all of that kind of thing. But one of the highest values that that Franz and I have is hearing what the Lord has for us to do and doing it regardless of what it looks like to us or to anyone else, right? And that's fantastic to say, (laughs) But it has taken a lot of dying to self. It's taken a lot of um, valuing what God values higher than what we do. It's taken a lot of surrender to His ways and realizing that we are here on assignment. We're His beloved sons and daughters and we're here on assignment. So Matthew 6.33 has always been such a beautiful verse to me and it says, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and everything else will be added to you and the context of this is where Jesus is telling them that they don't have to worry about provision that he'll look after them that everything that they need that we need will be looked after as we rely on him and we follow his path and he has the perfect provision for us along the pathway right so the first principle is realizing that It is God's will that gets to be done and we have the privilege of doing it. We absolutely have the privilege of doing it. This is not a, oh I have to um, make myself do this, this is not like God is making me do it. It's none of those things. It's actually the attitude shift of we get to do this. So when the Lord told us that the next assignment he had for us was to come into a shared home, it was, I cried. I'm like, God, I don't want to share place with somebody again, just because it was totally different to our plan, right? Not because of anything else, but it was totally different to to our plan. And then when I got over my crying, I said, okay, Lord, what do you have for us to do? And he just... Talk to me about it, Talk to France about it and said, you know, this is what I need you to do in the next season. I need you to get closer to people again. I need you to re-remember what it's like to establish a culture of honor. And I'm putting you in the place where it is super important, where you actually live. You know, this isn't somewhere that we'd go to for a meeting. This isn't our workplace. This is where we live. And so we realized that, part of his plan is for us to re-remember what it looks like to deeply and on that one-on-one basis day-to-day, call out the golden people, um, understand how to deal with conflict, understand how to uh, establish this culture of honor that says, I see you for the magnificent human being that God made you over and above my irritation of whatever, not washing the dishes. <laughs> right? And we we experience this in our marriages. We experience this with our kids and those that are close family. But it's another level to experience it with the people that you don't have to essentially do life with because they're not family. But they're friends and they're colleagues and they're the people that you pass on the street. It's the homeless person you see. It's the mom and dad. It's the person that needs some prayer, it's all of us all around you all day, that we get to look at people from God's perspective and go, Lord, will you show me who this person is in front of me? Will you show me how magnificently you made them? And concentrate on that over and above the actions, right? So that's the first thing is realizing that it is God's will that gets to be done and we get to participate in his plans, So we said, okay, Lord, if this is what you want us to do next, this is what we will do next. And we've come to a beautiful situation that we get to partner with God um, and move forward well, right? Then the second thing is trusting that God is good and this situation will work out well. This is Romans 8, 28. And the, the interesting part of this verse is that we stop, we go, and all things will work together for the good of those who love the Lord and according to his purpose. That's the verse. But we go, all things will work together for good. And we stop there. And we think that it's our definition of good. And that's the kicker, right? Is that it's not our definition of good. It's God's definition of good, which one, looks almost totally different to ours a lot of the time. Second of all, it's way better than anything we can define as good. So when we go into a situation and we're following the will of God and it's maybe contrary to how we're feeling or what we thought and there's some resistance in us, we get to go, but God, I trust, because the rest of the verse says, and we'll work everything together for good for those who love the Lord. Right? When it comes from a place of love and you go, Lord, I love you, and therefore I get to do this with you. I get to give you my yes. Right? It says, Those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. When we can see it this way, then trust becomes much easier because we know that God's definition of good is way better than ours that he will turn things around for good the way he thinks is best because we love him and he loves us, right? You put it in that context, you're like, okay, Lord, you truly do love more than I can ever love. You truly do see more than I could ever see and think higher than I could ever think. Therefore, I can trust you regardless of what the circumstances look like around me. And then the third one is the one that I absolutely love. This is an opportunity to delight God's heart. Right? What an astounding privilege that we get to go, God, not my will, but yours be done. Those famous words of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, not my will, but yours be done. And this... I don't quite understand it yet, but I'm walking through it day by day. It's like, Lord, how do the desires of our heart and the desires of yours that often look quite different um, but have tons of similarity, how do we walk them out in a situation, you know? How do we How do we get, what do we get to lay down? What do we get to have faith for? And it, it's beautiful when we know that we're coming from this place of trust and yes and love, then we can go, Lord, these are the things I would love. Would you help me understand why they're so important to me? Would you help me see why you put them in me? Why are these the desires of my heart? And it turns into a conversation instead of a list of wants or a list of demands from the God, the ATM machine, (laughs) right? It turns away from that and becomes, wow, Lord, you put these in me. The circumstances don't look like they meet them, but I know that you hear and I know that you care and I know that you put the desires in me. So I'm excited to see how this will work out, right? So when we come from this beautiful place of knowing that and making the decision that God's will is first, then trusting him because we love each other, and then realizing that we get to walk this out and say, Lord, I'm giving you my yes. This is the beauty of walking out Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Lord, what do you want done? What do you have for this time? What's on your heart? How can I partner with heaven to bring your desire into the earth? And as we do that, then the second half of the verse and all these things will be added to you will be added to us in a way that we can't even imagine. The provision, the looking or being looked after, the trajectory of our lives. This is the way God is then able to bring his way bigger plans to pass in our lives because of our yes to him first, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness And he sorts everything else out. Mm, Such a beautiful adventure. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? Come across and visit us and send your friends to thewaysofwisdom.com. We are looking forward to hearing your stories. Bless you guys, and I'll see you next week.